Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The show is about to begin. This is Kirsten, and you're listening to Concerts That Made Us. Woke up with you the one day, thinking it was a Sunday. Woke up with your hand against my cheek. You looked me in the eyes and you started kissing me You looked me in the eyes and you started kissing me As the sun came through the blinds with no track of the time There was magic in the air and you started kissing me There was magic in the air and you started kissing me Sing me to sleep, sing me to sleep, sing me to sleep Sing me to sleep, sing me to sleep, sing me to sleep Darling, darling, darling Sing me to sleep, sing me to sleep, sing me to sleep You ran your fingers through my head
Kirsten, welcome to Concerts That Made Us. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you now. I'm looking forward to diving into this new album you have. So Fields, it was released recently. I love yeah. that there's kind of like a a carefree summer vibe from it. I know some of the songs aren't, the lyrics aren't the happiest, but still there's a really good kind of upbeat feel about it. Take us a bit deeper. Oh, I like your observation on it. Um, yeah, so Feels is my EP, um, six track EP. And um, so as you can probably hear, I'm from South Africa, I'm from Cape Town. So um you know, like a lot of it is immersed in nature and the nature of Cape Town and the culture of Cape Town. Um, and also with my feelings, um, you know, like writing is an escape for my feelings and my creative output for that. Um, so, yeah, it's it's very much immersed in nature. And, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, nature soundtrack or what's it called? Um nature what's it called <laughs> um audioscape maybe tracks. yes there we go <laughs> soundscapes that's what i was looking for so it took me a while um but yeah um and you know like I, I do have a huge deep feeling and love for nature so i've kind of immersed them all together so yeah that's my ep I like it. I like it. And how did you approach the whole writing process? You know, where did you get the inspiration? How, when it came to actually writing it down? Talk us through that. So I usually start on my keyboard. I start playing notes. Um, I start just playing around. And um, I think a, a lot of things work together when it's your mind and your feelings and music for me. It's a beautiful little trio that that just happens for me. And yeah, I sit down with my keyboard, I play around, and when I found find something, I, I just start singing and writing and feeling. Um, but I would say that there's two kinds of ways to it. Like I've done, especially with feels, um, I did a lot of that playing around on the keyboard first. Um, but with a lot of my new stuff that I want to come out with eventually, it, it, it starts off as poetry first, and then I take it to the, the music side. Yeah, yeah. And you mentioned the the soundscape. I was actually going to ask about that. You know, there's one song in particular, I think at the start, there's like you can hear like a pencil scribbling on paper. And I was sitting there and I was like, you know, what? I actually feel like I'm sitting there with you writing the song. Where did the idea for all those sounds come from? So um, I started out when I when I was in my early 20s, I started out in the film industry. And um, one thing that I really loved was the Foley and um, how it enhances your emotion or it, motes, it, it emotes the feeling of things um, when you're watching something. And um, when I, I just really wanted so when we were in studio, I just thought it would be nice to tell the story in a more um, enhanced way. Um, so the sounds of crashing waves or nocturnal uh, breeze breezes or nocturnal animals um, cackling and the you know it really just adds some it's something so different and I don't hear it in music enough and um, yeah as I said I love nature so I love like being as emotive as I can. I think that's uh, that's where that kind of summer feeling comes from I was speaking about as well those sounds the waves crashing I was almost picturing myself lying on a sunny beach but um when the original idea came about 
how does the finished version hold up to the idea you had? Uh, well, I think it's the magic of um, of a computer and really computerizing. I know a few of the sounds were actually recorded in real time, like the crashing of the beach was a real time um, recording, but a few of the other sounds were just, you know, like um, taken off, off, off royalty-free um, snaps. And um, yeah, I think it's just like to hear how different it is without and with the sounds, it really enhances it so much more. It really does change the way you feel while listening to it. Yeah. And, you know, it's out there for everybody to hear. When you look back on it in your mind, what do you think or how do you feel about it? I love it so much. I think it's so different. Um, so I actually actually wrote the album about five years ago. So it's been a while since I've actually put it out. And um, why I wanted to really put it out this year is because I really want to go into new music. And I think it would be such, I'd be doing a disfavor to myself if I didn't, because it's still so special and still so different. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm proud of it and I, I love it so much um, that, yeah, I, I just hope people like it too and find something different to it as well. Have you thought about maybe playing it live, how are you going to approach it? Definitely. I've definitely thought about it. Um, it's it's in the works at the moment. Um, but I definitely think, you know, like, I mean, you can now, it's not just your ears taking in the sound. It will be, your, you know, it's visual as well. And I think there, there's so much you can play with, with the waves and a visual screen too. So really getting in touch with all those different elements, um, I think would be pretty cool and pretty exciting. True, true. And what was the most challenging part of the journey with this album then, would you think? I think putting it out, to be honest. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, <laughs> as I said, it's five years. Um, you know, I think uh, there's been a lot of challenges that have come up for me in the past five years that um, I just don't think I was ready or, you know, like I wasn't focused enough on music in particular. And um yeah, it took me a while. So I think that was the most challenging thing is to actually just put it out. Right, right. I get you. I get you. And finally, before we move on, what do you hope people get from the album? I hope they feel something. Like, you know, I just hope that it emotes the right feelings. I hope, you know, like I just say, it's it's very different and I hope people can see how different it is. Right, right. Now, I love diving into my guests' personal history when it comes to music to see where you come from. When you think of your childhood, are there any important moments with regards to music that stand out to you? Yeah, so I, I started singing when I was seven. Um, and I don't know, I was, I was quite a drama queen growing up and I was on stage and I was doing musicals and um when I when I got older, I started to really dive into the, like my passion to poetry, and poetry is just so beautiful to me. You know, even if it's not put into a song, like songwriting, but poetry means a lot to me. So I don't know. I feel like I've grown in in different ways from my childhood, from you know being on the stage and acting and singing at the same time to like being in an English class and really diving into you know poetry. So I think it's been quite a a cool journey. Um, in terms of music for me. 
Right. And, you know, growing up then, how did your local scene impact your sound or did it have any impact, do you think? Well, growing up, I liked Hannah Montana, so I don't <laughs> know. Like, you know, I, I grew up liking that kind of stuff. Um, uh, locally, I don't know, you know, coming from South Africa, our local scene is completely different to that of like the US or the UK or um, you know, we're very traditional here. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know, actually, I don't know how to answer that <laughs> to, if I'm being completely honest to you, right. with you. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I can't say I'm surprised now because listening to the album, you'd probably never guess that you were from South Africa. You know, it could be American, it could be English, it could be anywhere, you know? Well, actually, um, I sat down for lunch with a friend the other day and they said exactly the same thing. And it's now it's the second time I've heard it. And it's it's actually so cool to hear that. Um, I love that. That's really cool. But I mean, I must say, like, I love South Africa so much that, damn, now I need to, like, add some South African, you know, rhythms or something to it <laughs> because <laughs> I love my country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And the podcast is called Concerts That Made Us. So I have to ask you a couple of concert related questions. Can you remember your first concert that you attended? My first, my the one that I did or like going to Justin Bieber? Uh, going to Justin Bieber, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been to quite a few concerts Um yeah, I actually cried afterwards. I I went to my first one. I think was Justin Bieber. Um, <laughs> uh, I cried afterwards because I was just like this high school girl. <laughs> Love the Biebs, you know. So <laughs> I don't know. You know, I, I must say something that's very unique to me is whenever I'm in a crowd. I actually went to Milky Chance last week, which was amazing, and. Um, Every time I hear like a crowd clapping or like going crazy, I get goosebumps from head to toe. It's been like since I was a kid. So like going to concerts and I just feel that like goosebump feeling like, I don't know. I don't know if it's just because it's it's in my path that I really want to be on stage as well. Um, but yeah, I think um, a concert that gives me goosebumps is, is a worthy concert. Right, right. And out of all the concerts you've attended then, what ones would you say have made you? Wow. Damn, I wish I've been to more concerts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I'm going to say, I went to, I went to One Direction after that. <laughs> like, right. I went to Lady Gaga. <laughs> um, I think, you know, I must say, like, I don't know if it, I can't say it made me, but just just watching Milky Chance last week was really great. Like, what an awesome vibe. And just, I don't know, like, it's just so cool to see because now, like, that's more my sound and more my kind of music now. I don't listen to, you know, Justin Bieber anymore or, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, um, just seeing them doing something so amazing I don't know. It really just it puts such a little piece of inspiration um, in me or motivation that, you know, if they can do it, so can I. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And the moment we're all waiting for. For any listeners that haven't caught one of your shows, what can they expect? Hopefully awesomeness. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I think a very immersive um an immersive experience, you know, as I was saying, like 
you know, like the soundscapes and everything. It's not, it's, it's, it's more than just, it's more than just standing and watching, you know, someone singing their music. It's more of an experience of, you know, like I really want to use visuals and I really want to use, you know, the crashing of the waves. And I really want you to feel like you're in that space, you know, like sitting, sitting on the rocks by the ocean feeling like you're there and listening to a song. So, you know, I really want it to be a very immersive and emotive experience. Sounds like a great time. Now, if you think back on all the gigs you've played yourself in your career, is there one that maybe stands out above the rest? Yeah, I've got to say, I did a Valentine's show a few years ago and um, I had all my best friends in the, in the front with banners and sparklers and, you know, like, I don't know, it was just, it was something that, I don't know, just having them there. Cause I was in my hometown, um, just to have everyone together and having me bring everyone together was probably the most exciting show I've done. Sounds like such a, a nice moment as well, you know, having so much support there for you. Yeah, it's nice to know I have support. <laughs> <laughs> and if we flip yeah. that around then and think of the worst gig experience you've had where maybe everything went wrong and how did you overcome it? Uh, so I did a show, actually not not a few, uh, like maybe a few weeks after that show I loved. And um, yeah, I, I got told halfway through the set that um, someone had passed away in my family and it oh my wasn't, God. yeah, it, it wasn't, you know, obviously like things started to go a bit downhill for me. Um, you know, it wasn't someone super, super close, but um, someone close enough for, for me to feel it. And um, yeah, it, it was a bit of a um, traumatic experience. I think it is actually the last show that I've done. Um, and it's something that I would like to overcome eventually because I think it's just the shock of it all. But uh, having said that, like how I overcome it on stage, I actually got quite personal with the audience, you know, let them know like this is what's going on. And and, and I kept going. Um, but, you know, I was quite transparent with uh, the audience at the time, which I think was the best way for me to, to, to do it. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I... Uh... I don't know what to say. I that's that's awful, especially to happen at a gig, you know. Yeah, but it makes you, you know, it's conscious True. that made us. Yeah. <laughs> True. I like how you spin it around. And yeah. <laughs> when it comes to show time, then how do you psych yourself up beforehand, and then afterwards, how do you wind down? Oh well, I've got to have a glass of wine before I go on. Definitely, you know, that is just a necessary thing. Um, but. Quite honestly, I like listening to music beforehand. Um, and to be honest, I love uh, I love rap music, a little bit of gangster tunes. Um, so, yeah, like I like to also silence myself and go off. And uh, I also like to do affirmations, um, telling myself that I'm, I'm going to do great. And, I'm you know, this is where you're supposed to be. Um, so, yeah, I think that's uh, how I process it just beforehand um coming down off it gotta have that other glass of wine straight afterwards and um I don't know I like speaking to people afterwards um and and just connecting and seeing I love feedback 
feedback. I love to hear what people thought about it. And, you know, like, I don't know, I just like conversing about what they just experienced. I get you. I get you. And, you know, when you think of your career, then what's the roadmap? How would you like to move on, evolve, say, what would it be like in five years time? So in five years time, I'd I'd like to be doing more shows. Um, and I'd love to do a music video. Like I do have a team that I've, um, we are starting to like uh, storyboard a bit of uh, uh, some music videos. And um, so, yeah, I just, you know, like I don't want, I just want my music to be felt by people. I really want it to be a motive to people. Um, so five years down the line, I really want to see that what I've been doing, you know, like this year has put me on the right path to, you know, my goal of, you know, just being in front of people and, and doing what I love. I like it. I like it. And before we dive into the last couple of questions, then future plans for the rest of the year, gigs, is there more music coming? How are you going to follow up the album? Lay it all out first. Yeah, so um, I've got a heap of music um, ready to go. Uh, well, actually ready to go to studio. Um, so yeah, like I've got my team together. We 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 want to start getting into studio and playing around. I just want to play around in the beginning. I'm thinking of just doing a single, maybe two singles, um, maybe not an album this year. Um, so that's that's what I've got in plan for this year in terms of music um gigs um yeah I, I need to start booking some gigs I've got like a live television show coming up um which I'm very excited for um but yeah I like to kind of quarterly my years I don't like to say this is my plan for the whole year 12 months bang it's more like okay this is the focus for the first three months then the next three months we're going to focus on this um so yeah, like quarterly goals is just, you know, uh, putting out this album, seeing how it goes, then it's going to be music, more new music, and hopefully some music videos. I like it. I like it. Right. We'll, uh, we'll dive into the last couple. So these are a couple of random questions, but I'm in, I'm intrigued to see your answer. First off. Okay. <laughs> What are you currently obsessed with? It can be a book, a movie, music, anything at all. Ooh. Mm -hmm -hmm. I must. <laughs> um, uh, I'm really enjoying uh, playing Xbox at the moment. There's this game called uh, Disney, Disney Dreamlight Valley, and I'm so obsessed with it. <laughs> Um, right. yeah, like I just got my Xbox and I'm just loving this game. It's like all these Disney, uh, characters, so like Mickey Mouse and Goofy and Moana and like, um, and you create this village, um, and I'm just super obsessed with it. It's like really taking me back to my childhood and, you know, gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling inside. So yeah, obsessed. Nice. Nice. Sounds like a good time. And the next one, now here's where music comes into it. If you had to spend 24 hours locked in a room with any musician from history, who would it be? So I'd love to say Amy Winehouse, but I think that could be quite messy. Um, love her, absolutely love and adore her. Um, but coming off second, I'd say Billie Eilish. She's very cool. Ah, that's an interesting one. Now she would be kind of cool and... You'd kind of love to pick her brains, wouldn't you? 
would love to. She's hilarious and she just seems like a down to earth person. Yeah, yeah. And the final one. So what is your go to album? Um, go to album. I'd say <laughs> Bangers, Mali Cyrus. Right, right. I like it. I like it. <laughs> it's a goodie. It's probably your best one. <laughs> I uh, I can't believe I'm going to admit this on the podcast, but I think I'm secretly a bit of a Miley Cyrus fan. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Me and my best friend used to run around playing like she was, she was uh, Hannah Montana and I was Miley Cyrus. <laughs> used to just <laughs> obsessed, so obsessed. But yeah, especially after the Grammys, I'm just like, wow, that girl I had a hate love relationship with her. So yeah, <laughs> I like it. Listen, Kirsten, thanks a million. Now it's been an absolute blast. Yeah, thanks, Brian. It's been it's been great. Can I resist my soul being sunk as cool as the ice cream store? Take a trip down sunny lane. I'm getting tattooed today before I be turning 24. I kiss the sun, and then the sun kiss me back. Now my lips are as pink as hazy days. Hazy days, he's being kissed by the sun. And I'm gonna let my love run till I be seeing you again. Cause I'll be seeing you again. All my odds and ends, I got a jungle full of friends, and you're just a long hay splitting cutie. And I just gotta say, every day is a good day, and I will let you borrow my capes on the weekends. I kiss the sun, and then the sun kisses. enjoyed this episode if you did please rate and review us on itunes and spotify 
And if you're interested in signing up the Band Builder Academy, use the link in the show notes below and enter the code CONCERTS and you'll receive 10% off. So until next time, keep rocking. Hey, hey, what are you guys still doing there? The show is over. It's over. You can go home. Go on. We'll see you next time. We'll be here.